My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We have a very exciting guest coming on today. You know, she's an author. She's also the CEO of of Ball Fire Coaching. She's the host of Shedding the Corporate Bitch for corporate professionals who want to come from so-so manager to a powerhouse leader by shedding their overwhelm and challenges along with fears, insecurities, self-doubt, so they can create riches in their work life, work and life. So Bernadette Bose is who I'm bringing on today, you guys. Sorry, I'm a little tongue-tied today. Um, Super exciting to have her on. She has a lot of experience, over 25 years. So I can't wait to, you know, get her to tell us about her her story. How's it going, Bernadette? Uh, It's going really good, Brittany. How are you? Amazing. So do you mind just jumping back and and telling us a bit about your story? How did you get to where you are? Because you're kicking butt out there and I want everyone to get to know you a bit better. So I'm excited. I appreciate that. Um, Well, and, you know, my story is both from a corporate but entrepreneurial and then back to corporate perspective. And what I mean by that is, um, so my whole journey kind of started as a result of after 25 years being in a corporate uh, career um, at executive level. Uh, I found myself at the end of 2007, standing in the middle of the parking lot with a pink slip in my hand and a single box of my 25 year career fired by my mentor of 12 years. And so that sent me immediately off to not only finding my next path, you know, professionally and personally, um, but at the same time, it sent me on a what I call excavation of my soul. Uh, because I really needed to figure out what brought me into that parking lot. Like, why did I all of a sudden lose a 25-year career that I was so strong at? So I took two paths. One was I then became an entrepreneur uh, and I went off to start my own coaching and consulting business because that was my core competency in those 25 years. Uh, At the same time, I went to do this excavating, this digging, this personal development work on myself and that brought me to discovering what a nasty individual I was. And I had been for a very, very long time. And I had to figure out why was that? You know, why did I all of a sudden become this person that really kind of just repel people versus attract people? And that discovery uh, brought me into saying, okay, I need to write this because I am a journaler. I've been writing since I was about eight. And I thought I need to write this so I can help other people, you know, not go down the same path that I went through. And that sent me saying, okay, so if I'm going to write this book and publish it in about a year or so, I'm going to start a pot uh, at the time, Brittany, it wasn't podcasting. It was internet radio, <laughs> um, internet radio, I- love it, internet radio. And so I started my podcast. And actually in 2010 as a, as a marketing vehicle for my book. And that's just over the last 12, 14 years brought me to today where I leverage um, everything that I've learned, everything that I've gained, everything that I've lost 
all of my successes, all of my missteps, um, it, both for my podcast, you know, viewership, um, and it's a video cast as well, but also in my my work with my clients, both corporate and entrepreneur. Uh, but it's heavy in the corporate because when I first left and went to work with entrepreneurs, I didn't want to work with corporate because I didn't want those triggers that made me that nasty person. And but yet my work kept pulling me, not even you know by prospecting, but more referrals into the corporate environment. So for the past four years, I've been heavy in working with corporate and then also with entrepreneurs. Amazing. This is incredible. You know, just starting on a new path and like discovering, uh, you know what, also being in corporate can probably bring out the worst in people. I've heard that so many times, you know, so but it, that's I'll, not my story, though, I because I, I want to no. make sure people don't think that that because that's not a path you have to take. I purposely and that's too long of a story, but I purposely yeah, no made made the decision in my early 20s when I was down in Boca, uh, Rotan. I was going to school there. I made the cool. decision that I, I was going to become somewhat of this nasty person because the people around me who had money and power and position, um, they were. And they were I thought, okay, if they could get, get it through this means, then I could do that too. Um, so it wasn't because I felt that I needed to do it in corporate. It was more so I adopted it in college <laughs> and moved forward oh, with it. Interesting. Yeah. 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 And so tell me a bit about where you're at today in the business. I know you mentioned you're working with corporate and entrepreneurs and have been for the last four years. Um, what is your biggest focus and desire right now within the business? Well, lending itself to everything that I learned um, over the last 12, 14 years. And, you know, the book that I wrote is Shedding the Corporate Bitch, as you mentioned, and that's all about shedding one's fears, insecurities, doubts, and negativities that cause them to lash out on themselves and the world. And so all of my work is centered around ensuring whether, you know, women or men, but ensuring that um, someone becomes very self-aware and, and knowledgeable about what is causing them to either be happy or miserable, accomplish what they want or not accomplish it. Um, you know, get stuck or not get stuck and remove all those barriers and make them really see, um, you know, the person that they're meant to be, that what I call a powerhouse leader that they're meant to be. So all my work, uh, coaching, consulting, training, speaking, I do a lot of 360 assessments, disc assessments, uh, teamwork. It's all centered around making individuals shed their insecurities, fears, and negativities that caused them to not be an effective leader, not to be a happy person and um, kind of move them toward being a powerhouse leader so they can create the riches that they want in life and work. I love it. This is amazing. So I know that we touched a bit on the podcast already and when you started it as um, internet radio show and stuff like that, <laughs> but tell me a bit more. Let's dive in a bit deeper with the podcast. What are some of the biggest wins and what are some of some of the challenges that you have faced with having, um, you know, your podcast or your radio show um, up to date? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Over 12 years. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, it has been a roller coaster ride uh, initially because it was so new. You know, Internet radio was so new. Um, 
I, it was easy to get a lot of attraction. It was easy to get a lot of momentum because there wasn't, you know, the millions of shows out there like there are today. And so, the, so the first, I would say good eight years, I really didn't do much of anything when it came to marketing and promoting and whatnot, uh, because I didn't necessarily need to, because the, right. the, the pool, the pool wasn't big. Um, at the same time, though, and this comes to my philosophy about life is 80% mindset, 20% skill set. At the same time, just like anyone's bitches of fears, insecurities, and negativities, there, been, there were times through those 12 years that I just felt like, is anybody really listening? Does anybody really care? Do I really have anything to say? You know, do I really want to be doing this? And, you know, so all of those little, you know, those little chirping sounds within your mind, you know, start wreaking havoc. And yet at the same time, I loved doing it because I loved meeting people. I loved learning about other people. So I just stuck with it and been consistent with it, you know, for 12 years, every Tuesday, noon Eastern time. But I would say that the biggest struggle, especially in the last four, five years, has been just the massive amount of people in, in the space. And so really being able to um, really being able to stay persistent about getting exposure without, you know, breaking the bank or without driving yourself crazy and working your little butt off. Um, I think, you know, steady, slow and steady is really nice. Um, and, and I did, I will say after 12 years, uh, about three months ago, I did invest in a specific podcast coach and his team to really help me, um, really help me kind of update it, polish it, formalize it, uh, because it's it's an asset that I want to sell because it's much greater than the podcast. But that's we could talk about that another time. Um, so, you know, so there's investment that I would suggest to anybody that they need to make into their podcast. Absolutely. I agree. It's important. Um, also just getting crystal clear on who you're attracting from, from the podcast, you know, right. tell us a little bit about, um, with your podcast, how it affects a business. Is it bringing in, um, is it bringing in clients? What does the client acquisition look like in your business? Are a lot of them coming from the podcast? Tell me a bit about that. Um, I would say I use my podcast certainly to generate business. Uh, but I also use it as a, um, con- uh, what would you say? Well, it's like a business card. Uh, yeah. so I, so I am looking for it cause I am a speaker and a trainer. So I'm looking for it to kind of demonstrate my ability to be on a stage or be in front of a room. Uh, and the fact that, you know, I could put two sentences together and I have something to say, <laughs> right. Um, uh, at the, and at the same time, you know, being one that interviews other people um, for three of the four a month shows, one show okay, is just yeah. me, just me and then, three, then three are um, with interviews. It, it also just demonstrates my ability to coach because right. I, feel that, I feel that interviews are all about asking questions as the interviewer. And not just asking blanket questions or the five questions that you, you know, someone asks you to give them, uh, but more so, you know, listen actively and fee and dig even deeper into what it is that they're actually saying. So it does help generate 
attention and uh, referrals into my business. Uh, at this point, I'm not monetized from a podcast perspective, uh, but that will be coming. And yeah, and you're not alone. I know a lot of people who haven't gotten to the monetization point. Right. Um, so tell me a bit about, walk me through about the guests you bring on. Um, and do they often turn into clients afterwards or just more bring in referrals? Uh, I use my um, guests as almost, um, uh, what would you call it? A marketing, marketing platform. So they are all, they are all coaches and consultants. Majority of them are in the leadership space for corporate. And so, and so I don't necessarily expect to get them as a client, but what I do want is for them to be leveraging their, their platform and that show that we just, you know, invested in to get it out there, not only for myself, but for them. Uh, So then that gives, broadens the audience for me. Absolutely. It's yeah. funny. Like, and do you often go on other shows as well as, as a guest? I know you're on mine, but do you go on quite a few others? I have about 12 interviews this week. <laughs> wow. So how do you feel about going on other shows as well and getting into other networks? Do you often find it's like a snowball effect? You know, you're on this network and then someone asks you, I'm on another network or people are reaching out to you. Like they're entering right. different platforms and right. networks. And it's really right. just a snowball effect effect after or even with bringing people on your show absolutely and and i think for anybody they should be asking whether get they're the guest or the interviewer they should be asking so who do you know you know or what show do you know that would that i would be a good guest for or what you know experts are there out there in in case of my me it would be in leadership that you yeah. would recommend that I talk to that maybe you've talked to so yes you should always be looking for the linkages of Mm -hmm. how you can kind of expand on what it is that you're doing while at the same time, and this is key, making sure the person that you're either guesting or that you, that is a guest, you're there to help them as well. You're there to support them. It's not like, Oh, you just come grab, grab, grab and disappear. Uh, You know, you, it's a reciprocal thing. So it should be a, it should serve both you know, win-win. Absolutely. I was just going to say that you took the words out of my mouth. I love it. Win-win. It's got to be a a win-win on both ends, you know? Um, So this is awesome. And I know that we kind of talked a bit about, you mentioned 80% mindset and 20% skill set, but we didn't dive in too, too, too deep in that. But do you have anything else to add to that? Because I know our listeners, um, this would be a really good topic uh, to cover as a as entrepreneurs, especially throughout our journeys as entrepreneurs, right. because we know the roller coaster it can be. Right. Well, I just know being the entrepreneur that I can remember 12 years ago and working with a lot of entrepreneurs, the 80% mindset, 20% skill set is all around the fact that, well, first off, if you know, the typical podcaster only does about seven to 10 episodes before they bail and they're like, I'm done, you know? Yeah. Um, And at the same time, entrepreneurs, businesses, you know, only are are around for three to five years and they're gone. I don't think that I don't think that has anything to do with someone's skill or or ability. It has to do with the fact that they're not going out and they're not investing in themselves and they're not investing in the business, but keeping it to themselves. 
I strongly believe that majority of why we have what we have or don't have in our work or our life has to do with our belief systems and what we think about in our belief systems. Uh, so our doubts, our insecurities, our fears, our negativities, our pessimism, whatever you want to call it, imposter syndrome. Uh, and so uh, if, if I, you know, I just stress, spend every day, even if it's one thing focused on making you a better person and, the, and everything else will fall into place. Absolutely. It's all starts up here, right? And, you know, you have the power to make it a good day, the power to like succeed within the business, but you just really, like you said, it's 80% mindset and you really have to make that. Yeah. And you really have to make that something that's a daily activity that you work on or most days anyways, really, whether that's reading self-help books or listening to podcasts with, um, you know, uh, self-development. I think that's a huge key thing um, to growing and developing because these times are challenging. And uh, like you said, there's so many who just quit when things get tough or after a couple of times, things have been rough for them. Right. And th- with the entrepreneur journey, there's always going to be ups and there's always going to be downs. I mean, to get to that next level, there's usually quite the challenge. So I'm really glad we were able to touch on that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's life. Right. It's, it is. And I know that by speaking to a few different people in interviews about that same kind of question, I, you know, the difference between the successful and unsuccessful, I think are, is the fact that they, they give up and they quit. Right. And um, a lot of people seem to look at the picture of the successful entrepreneur, whoever it may be, but they don't see all the challenges in between. They just see the end result. <laughs> and that's just like, and they compare themselves to that. But yeah, they have to under, everyone has to understand that, my gosh, the challenges that person have gone through mm-hmm. to get where they are. <laughs> like, really? Absolutely. I mean, there's many days and nights I spent crying on my couch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you would never uh, see it when, I, when yeah. you know, yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. Like you don't see it. You just see the big picture, the happy, successful person, but you don't understand what hard work and how many times they've failed and got back up again and kept moving. Right. So that's the biggest thing. Fail forward. If that's the right word for it. It (laughs) Not sure, but I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but my, my friend Bernadette, please tell us about, um, I, I know you already touched again on, and I keep going back. I keep going back, but um, your business and what you have to offer, I want you to really take the stage on what you got going on and um, how you can help any of my listeners if anyone's interested as well. Right. Um, Well, Ball of Fire Coaching is all about empowering um, entrepreneurs and corporate professionals to really become that powerhouse leader in their work and life. So it's all about just really understanding what are your goals? What are your passions? What are the challenges? What are the obstacles that are in your way? Where are you trying to go? How are you working to get there? And being kind of a trusted advisor and a supporter to you know guide you along the way with tips and strategies, uh, sometimes tough love, um, but at the same time, very results and goal oriented. Um, so I do one-on-one training, or I'm sorry, I do one-on-one coaching. I do group coaching. 
And so uh, someone, if someone is struggling and they just really want to just own and, and um, elevate where they are right now in their work and life, then they're the individuals that I just absolutely love helping. Yeah. This is incredible. Uh, Bernadette, this has been absolutely amazing. I'm so happy you were able to come on to, to the show today and really dive in deep about mindset, you know, skill set, talking about, you know, your journey as well and, and the challenges and stuff like that. That's what I'm looking for on my show. So, you know, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. And if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way? Uh, just simply go to bullifiercoaching.com and uh, you can reach out to me there. Um, and of course, I'm on Instagram at Bullifier Bernadette and I am on Facebook at Bernadette Bowes. Uh, so I would love to, um, I would love to, you know, have a chat. I do, they, if they go to coachmebernadette.com forward slash discovery call, they can get 30 minutes complimentary coaching no obligation, no anything, but what are you dealing with and what do you need? Love it. Thank you so much, Bernadette. And you guys, you know how to reach her now. So if you're struggling and, and um, you know, this seems to be a fit, go ahead and reach her out. Even if you have questions, um, she had a lot of experience, like over 25 years doing this kind of stuff. So I think it would be definitely worth a call. Thanks so much, Bernadette. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Brittany. I appreciate it. Group, if you're listening and enjoy, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on just like our lovely, lovely Bernadette did today to share your story, talk about your business and also podcasts and you know how it affects your business, go ahead and go to top100interviews.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Catch you on the next episode, guys. Thanks, Bernadette. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.